grace is upon us. Open your heart. It is done. In order for the one who is awake, who is moving in oneness as truth, they don't think like other human beings think, you know? They don't think selfishly. They don't think through methods or through tradition. Like if there are thoughts, they don't know about them before. They come like as a kind of wave or a cosmic stream. So people cannot really learn. The best is satsang. In the olden days, it is said that a disciple would spend at least 12 years in the presence of a master. And just very often being quiet and absorbing, being in that energy field and absorbing influence rather than teaching. Just being in there and somehow being absorbed into the Master's radiance or presence, and somehow imbibing that inside. You know? And uh, in very much the way that children learn language. They didn't go to school to learn language. you know. It's just in the air, and they pick it up. They absorb in the same way true, true devotees or disciples. They just absorb influence. They just find that that's what they become. That's what they are. They don't know how they become that. You see, just like if you're in a certain family, and your family is strong or close, you know, you start to carry the perfume of that. In the same way, the disciples of awakened beings and so on, they they also carry the same fragrance. They cannot tell you a technique. There's no technique to fragrance, unless you're talking. If you're talking about chemical fragrance, this is different. But organic fragrance, there's no technique. It just comes from life. You're smelling, tasting the vital force, not some kind of chemical alcohol. And so they have to be beings who are willing to exchange themselves for that. But they're rare, you know. Most just still want to have a life, they still have an investment in a in a sort of some kind of secular life or something. They still have you know. Somebody wants to express something, you know. I think I know that deeply this is not the person's true feeling. But it was a it was a demon feeling inside. And the, 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 the feeling was I wish Muji would die. So that I can get on with my life, but he expressed it to me, you know, that this feeling come, and I was not angry about it, you know. I just said, you know, this is a feeling of mind, you know. Don't give so much importance to that. Just stay as a self, man. Because something inside is kind of waiting, you know. It's like feeling that it has been challenged to be true, and so it's fighting to be true, but it's not from the heart. You know? it just doesn't want to be left out. 
So the ones, when you look at each one like that, one by one by one, you start to come to a place where you see that it's rare. Although only the Self is, the veil of the Self is who we're living as. We're living as the veil of the Self, you know. And uh, you don't think you're a veil. You think you are you. But this is a veil. And uh, to really follow the Master's teachings, you cannot do that as a scholar. You have to do that as a devotee. You have to do that as one who really feels, believes that the only thing of value in this life is truth, or is to know God, or something like this. Then they are the ones who will just absorb. They absorb, and absorption is much quicker and deeper and truer than learning mentally. You know, learning things mentally is okay. But rarely does mental knowledge flourish into the spiritual truth. You know? It just tastes like information a lot. But experience, you know, one spoon, a teaspoon of experience is greater than a whole kitchen of just mental knowledge. You experience something, you say yes. You know that in your 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 atoms know it, and beyond your atoms, you know it. They are immersed in that knowing. When you know something only mentally, it's shared with a space with a lot of other nonsense. So. Um, I don't say these things lightly, because it makes a difference between one who is living, you know, as a kind of as being somebody with knowledge, like a spiritual person, and a Buddha or something. The Buddha does not need to know his Buddha. In fact, even that knowledge he will transcend. He or she will transcend even that knowledge of being a Buddha. Become like air, space. Like air and space. Like cloud and sky. Like wave and ocean. All of this find their place in you. Which may happen if you have humility and an urge, urge and humility. Left alone to itself, what will the cosmos do? Some might say, well, it probably won't do anything, and just someone like that would just go about just being more and more of a nuisance and so on. You cannot put the source of existence into any kind of behaviour. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can only say that you only need to be absorbed in your master, in your teacher. You don't have to absorb in all the teachers, because their expressions are different. 
the essence is the same, but expressions are different. So you come to a certain master, be absorbed in them. And uh, if life brings you the fragrance of others, and you also just be absorbed that also. You know? But... Um, Silly things happen, I don't things happen. Because, uh, like many people, I saw, like, they say Muji is their master. If you go to their room, they have Ramana, and then they have Papaji, and they have Muji, like that. And I look at them and I said, you know, this is a delicate subject for me because I have nothing to defend here. But I see that something in you still create. You're still not. You're not. You're not. You know. You're not uh, like proud of your own master. You're. You're not sure. You feel I'm more sure of Ramana, who you never knew. I'm more sure of Papaji, who you never knew. But of your own master, which you know, you kind of put like, you know, like he's only great because he's in that lineage. Is your mind that behave like that? You should honor your own master. You understand? But so it's very easy. Like uh, many devotees of Papaji, maybe they also have Ramana as as the as the highest, and then then Papaji. And but I said, but no. But if you were to be Ramana's d- disciple directly, you would have been born in Ramana's time. But you can still be Ramana's disciple because it doesn't matter. Ramana is not time. You understand? But I was watching. I saw it one time at Muji Sangabhavan. These things, and I picked it up. It was a delicate thing because I don't like to do that. Mm. But I pointed it out, and they they could see. They said, "Yes, yes, actually, it was it was us. We were setting up for satsang, and there was something there in the shop." And I said, "You know, you must not be ashamed. Mm. You know, like uh, your own master is only is only great to you because he's in the lineage of someone who you think is great, but you're not experienced directly." And I felt little inconsistencies like this in people, mm. that they have, uh, they're not sure, and the more close you come to yourself, the more unsure they behave. They're almost like you can love something afar. Why? Because you're so used to projecting. You project all your fantasy on that. But when something is near, you cannot project your fantasy so much. You have to see it with the actual with actuality, mm. and. Uh, People do that even in relationships. You know, you stay, you meet somebody, you put all your projections on them. And then when you, you can't project anymore because they're too actual and you can't cope with the actuality, you go to another relationship or something, you just move on from place to place. And uh, I look at these things in people. Because when they say why the truth is so difficult, I say it's not difficult. It's not difficult. But you must still get over the cunningness of your own mind. Because if you identify as a person, you have chosen your mind. You have chosen, I want to live, I want to find the truth through my way. And it would be very difficult. Mm. Something has to touch you deeply enough for you to feel, I'm here for truth. I'm just, I'm just, that's what I love, that's what I want more and more. I don't know how much more. Left, but whatever is left, I'll be absorbed in this. Have this attitude every day, even by yourself. You walk. You have this attitude. 
and when you sit, you have this attitude. When you lie down, you have this attitude. You know, just leave nothing here that feels like me. Absorb me in the, you know, it's beautiful. Then you walk, you feel light. Your steps feel light. You move. You don't have nothing in your head. Don't know where you're going. You know, you just move, and life plays as miracles. They do, because you're always walking into the unexpected. But for you, it's the no, it's a normal thing. And nothing you can plan by your own power and your own skill and desire and design can compare with what life brings naturally. But you have to have the eyes to see it, and the only way you can see it is to let go of your own eyes. Say, God, put give me your eyes and take my eyes. God, give me your eyes and take my eyes. Yes, that is you have to say. Yes. Is there anything more beautiful than that? To say, Lord, give me your eyes and take my eyes. It's beautiful. Take my mind and give me your mind. Take my mind and give me your mind. Yes. Take my life and give me your life. Give me the life that is you. Take my life and give me the life that is you. And that is how you speak to the Lord of the universe. And then it is totally happy with you, you know. Then he comes and says, Okay, I make my I make my room fully in your heart. I will be with you. If you if you have this in your heart, I cannot fail you. If you choose me, I cannot disappoint you. I cannot let you you see, this is it. This was this was my attitude and it still is. You give everything, it's okay. Because everything Every single thing, not counting item by item by item, the whole lot one day will be gone. Give it before you lose it. <laughs> Why not give it now and uh, be rich in God? Don't be rich as man.